Hey, greetings, everyone, from our home to yours. I hope that this finds you safe and well. Welcome to another episode of The Things Jesus Said, The Lessons Jesus Taught, and The Stories That Jesus Told. Our scriptures today come from Matthew chapter 15, verses 1 through 9. This passage for today in the scriptures, we find the story of some religious leaders who have come to question or interrogate Jesus about why he allows his disciples to not follow the Jewish traditions of ceremonial hand-washing before they ate. So according to Jewish law, a good Jewish person would go through a ritual of hand-washing before they, they partook of food, before they did those types of things. It was a public display that they were cleansing themselves. And in fact, the miracle of Jesus turning water into wine the water and and the jars that uh, were used to turn that water that turned into wine were ceremonial hand-washing jars. So they asked this question uh, to Jesus, interrogate him, and, and as Jesus often does, he answers their question with a question. And he asked them, okay, so why do you break God's commandments because of your traditions? They were accused him of breaking traditions, and he's accusing them of breaking God's word or commandments. And Jesus goes on to say that the commandment they were breaking was the commandment to honor the father and mother. And it goes on in the Jewish law to say that someone who even spoke evil or bad about their parents should be put to death or must be put to death. The religious leaders had created this loophole in the law that they could declare that some of their possessions were a gift that were devoted to the temple, meaning they could use it now, but it was a gift for the temple. And so if one's parents were in need or, or needing to move into the house because they couldn't take care of themselves, and they would come and ask their son for help, they could reply, the, the son being, they could reply that they couldn't help their mom and dad because their possessions and even their house were committed to the temple. And so they couldn't, the parents couldn't partake of, of that, that resource because it was committed to the temple. So it was kind of like a tax write-off or maybe a tax loophole. But the law said to honor your father and your mother, but they found ways that they didn't have to help their parents, and they blamed it on God. So Jesus tells them that by doing this, they were actually revoking God's words, breaking the commandment because of their traditions. So they were placing their traditions of their culture and their tribe over God's words and God's commandments. Isn't that so much like the church today? I mean, let's ignore God's words and God's commandments so we don't mess up our traditions. I mean, let's put our traditions first, right? I know that sounds absurd, but that's what we do almost every Sunday. And like the religious leaders of the time, we lash out at folks that don't follow our tribe's particular traditions or our big church traditions overall. The whole while we do that, we're revoking God's words by not following his commandments. How so, you ask? Well, I could give you so many examples um, that would just be these little minor things that you would you would go, hmm, okay, I see that, you know, like gossip and stuff like that. But let me give you one that is happening in so many churches, and to me, it, it's it's terrible. It, it's a shame. We will chastise another Christian for the way that they talk, their doctrine, uh, you know, the edition of the Bible they read. Other tribes and traditions make you dress a certain way or abstain from certain things, and we make up rule after rule uh, and make you sign a membership covenant or, or you know, agreement in membership, and we tell you that you have to read the Bible and pray and come to church every time the doors open and give 10% of your income before taxes. 
Yet we don't care about the sick or the poor, the orphan, the widow, or the prisoner. We will build a multi-million dollar house of worship while our neighbor is starving. Think about the next time your church you know, asks for a faith promise to build a gymnasium so you can play volleyball and basketball and have activities for kids' church. Is that gym really what God wants or needs? I mean, we rationalize it and say it, you know, it brings glory to God and it will help us reach people and it will help us, you know, build God's kingdom and it'll, it will help spread the gospel and our church will grow. But will it? Does it? And is that really what God wants? Or is it us doing what we want because our American traditions are to grow and to compete with other churches? We have co-modified the kingdom of heaven and church to become another business, and businesses must grow. Maybe we shouldn't put so much importance on our traditions and place more emphasis and importance on what God told us to do. And I, I know, I acknowledge that it's much easier to say than, than do. I mean, it is much easier to say all this than to do it, because the consequences of not following our tribe's traditions versus God's will, God's words, and God's commands is much more immediate and much more painful than the here and now. It is easier for us to not do what God wants versus our tribe because we feel the pain of being ostracized by the tribe here and now. Going against traditions will get you labeled as a rebel, a troublemaker, and you may get outcast, and you may be excommunicated and your membership just, just torn up. And for some of us, being part of a tribe and a community is important, and so following traditions are the safe thing to do. But when those traditions are against God's will and God's words and God's commandments, and you know it violates them, then perhaps it's time to rebel and turn over some tables. That's what Jesus did. So this week, let's go and be like Jesus. God bless you. Grace and peace to you.